Hello, and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Perrin. And I am Cedius. And again, we are joined by Charles. Hello. Pleased to be back. And so... I didn't uh, actually move since the last episode. I've, I've been here. You're breaking the fourth wall, man. For two weeks. For two weeks, he hasn't moved. Yeah. We've kept him chained to the chair. My cats have been using him as a scratching post. I'm surprised he's still alive, man. The cats and I have a special arrangement. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> is your kitty, kitty, kitty is in my balls. <laughs> is that where the peanut butter went? Seven Jesus Christ. Seven. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, uh, in and, and, and keeping with the tradition we started last year, this being the show that is uh, being released the day before St. Patty's, we are again going to do some Irish single malt whiskeys, um, which means they're not really scotch, but they're in the they're same scotch, category. whatever. They're, they're close cousins. Yeah, and why why isn't it called Scotch? Legally speaking, if it isn't from Scotland, it isn't Scotch. Okay. The Scottish are very picky about that, and they got everyone to go, fine, we'll just go your way because we're tired of you yelling at us. Yeah, there's actually a, 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 an actual Scotch association that protects the name Scotch. Wow. So. And they're aggressive. Right, wow. but single malt whiskeys from other countries can get rated as per a scotch and can win scotch awards. In fact, uh, the 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 Emirate the Emir- Emir- has mm-hmm. um, the Yamazaki has. Um, there's a Korean one whose name I can't remember that that picked up just a ton of awards and got it by a got the the only perfect score that the most reputable scotch rater. Has. I think it's called Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> Gojira. 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 <laughs> yes. Gojira gave it. So there's a Scotch story. association. There's a Scotch yeah, there's police. Scotch yes. police. Yeah. Picture a large group of angry drunk Scotsmen showing up at your door. Man. Would you really tell them no? Fuck the government, man. Anarchy. <laughs> It's a government I'd be less afraid of. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Cabers don't, don't really have that far of a range on, 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 on the, on the yeah. toss. So I think it doesn't move that far either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 suppose, I suppose that anyway, that is siege weaponry. Yeah. If they <laughs> yeah. miss, they just try again. So do we, do we have to have a like fake that. Irish accents for, for this whole episode? Oh, uh, God, I hope not. No. no Let's I, bring I, out the bottles. Bring out the bottles, lad. How's that? that? That's that's probably. Oh, me lucky charms. Oh, me lucky charms. Let's drink. Oh, we should have had Dawn on for this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, green clovers, blue Buddhas, green Cthulhu's. Well, 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 well <laughs> I, I I might be able to convince her to come back to to guest at some point, but she's busy trying to get um a, a, a wine show? A, a wine show up and running for us. So mm. um. I they they have the title for it all figured out. We're just getting the website up wine and running. Wine show is a good title. Uh, well, no, it's it's they're 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 going to be on the Extreme Tasting League Network uh, website right now, but uh, they 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 have their own name and and they may or may not choose to mention that they're officially our spinoff. But I, I would have suggested, hey, look, we're classy drunks, but that's just me. Uh, no, I I I think I think they're going to call it Screw It. So, cool. Yeah, they they they've got their they're they're working out their powder still. We we did a pilot. Well, actually, I I can't even say we did a pilot. We did a. We got well, drunk one night. No, we, <laughs> I yeah. recorded it. <laughs> I guess we can call it a, a, a pilot. I mean, it's. I don't think they're actually going to put it up as an actual episode. They might put it up as kind of a you know, 
Here's oh, what he did to figure the shit out. He has unscrewed Wait the bottom. a minute. He's unscrewed yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I unscrewed it. That's a bad sign. Well, I ever these, saw these are, but... What is the title? What's the title of this? Oh, tell them more, do. That's a euphemism. Yeah, well, I'm gonna say that I I, I welcome the brand name Tullamore Dew into my mouth. We have had favorable relations in the past. Yeah, this is this year as opposed to last year when we had the the, the Napoke Castle and the the Connemara. There was, was a lot of dripping going on. Over I, there, I, I was unfamiliar. Yeah, it's because it's got a sucky fucking. Oh, I was unfamiliar with both of those. Look at uh, that. Yeah. There's more on the ground You're now drunk. that there is in the... Pour, pour, pour it faster, Dave. Pour it faster. <laughs> you know, I can... I think with a, with a real bottle, I can I can have a little bit of that is the problem, yeah. So, uh... Anyway, it just doubles the, back the, on itself. These, uh, no, right. It, it just... It it knows that it shouldn't be in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be on the wood floor. <laughs> wait, 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 I have... Oh, the cat is pushing the paper bag. Yeah, it's probably getting loud. Uh, th- right. th- th- this year we're using uh, or, or we're doing single alt Irishes from uh, Ireland. Well, right. <laughs> like that's what we did last year, Dave. When I, when I was going to say, is we're, we're doing it from uh, from distilleries that are a little bit more well known for their Irish whiskeys. Um, we're starting with Tullamore Dew, and then we're going to follow it up with the Bushmills. I'm I'm just glad I I saw the symbol on the top, and for a moment I thought it was two dogs doing the '69, but. They're not. No, it's... No, they're just standing. It's, re- it's reverse count. They're just good friends. They're just friends, really. It's platonic standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, no. But it does claim that it's, I believe, the finest old whiskey. Oh, they all do. Yeah. I was in Ireland uh, just a, a few years ago for the first time with my wife. Really? The finest old whiskey? And, um, Never would have thought. <laughs> and Ireland is a, is a... I mean, it's quite a cliche to say, but it's a lovely place. I... Um, I will say that if I go back to Ireland, I'm going to stay the hell out of Dublin. I hated Dublin. <laughs> a shithole. Yes, I said it. Uh, unless I'm, I'm seeing theater, I really I just don't want to go back to Dublin. Uh, it was really difficult to drive around there. I think, just honestly, I just, I mean, everybody's got their thing, but I think I would rent a car and just do bed and breakfast all around I, Ireland. My wife and I flew to the UK took the Caledonian sleeper from London to Edinburgh. Oh. And then rented a car there and drove clockwise around Scotland. Mm-hmm. And um, I highly recommend everyone go to the Isle of Skye and drive there. It's a good way to make sure that your adrenal system still works. <laughs> they have a lot of single lane roads. Yes. Yes, they do. It'll, uh, it'll, it'll sharpen your marriage. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, at one point we were driving along... And we passed a sign, and I was focused on hey, staying on the road. My butt, cat. And my wife was navigating, and I said, "What did that sign say?" And she said, "I think it said certain death straight ahead." <laughs> and I said, "What?" Only spelled out kathukahakahakah. No, no, it actually did say oncoming cars may be in middle of road. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, okay, oncoming certain death straight ahead. That's I fell in love with roundabouts there. And I love the circles fact that of I had, death. I had to take a roundabout to get to your house here. I believe yep, there's a yep. roundabout just yeah. kind of yep, there, there is yeah. a roundabout. Okay, so what do you smell? Um, I'm really just getting a very malt. Yeah, there's there's malt. malt. There's, there's, there's not. Getting, a, there's a lot of malt. There's there's some fruit. Nuts. Ooh, is that fruit? Yeah, yeah. Nuts, I think. Yeah, there, there's. 
I will buy the nuts. Like mixed nuts. I will, I will buy the nuts, but I, I'm not getting fruit. Yeah. I'm getting a citrus. It, it's lightly there. Uh, no. I only have one way to my nostril right now, so. Yeah. It no, does I'm, change, and I'm trying not to be I'm trying not to be impressionable, but I, I you, like somebody throws out an adjective and then I look for it. Yeah. That always happens. And then yes. I can kinda yeah. I can kinda see what you mean, you know. And that's one of the reasons that we don't read the tasting notes beforehand is because otherwise then we really look for what's I'm I'm getting there. hints of chocolate heather pink bubble gum. Yes, exactly. You know? There was it was like I was willing to go okay. into the fruit. <laughs> I was willing to go into the fruit, but I think you nailed it for me. <laughs> Something about bubblegum. No, I I'm gonna agree. There's there's a very light. It's, it, 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 it's a very. I I'm gonna give it a sweet orange. It's gonna be yeah. like an heirloom navel or a clementine. He always makes up names for oranges and apples, and I'm like, that's not real. This, this is a, <laughs> yes, yes, they are. This is a smirk apple. <laughs> Just because I pay attention. <laughs> From Smirkwood. <laughs> Ooh, I'm number one. I mean, we have to drink. I, I, I'm from Bud of Joklandia, it's okay. <laughs> I, I think we, now is the time we drink. Mm-hmm. Now is the time on Sprockets where we drink. Unimpressive. I just mm. uh, there's alcohol. Yeah, Bernie, alcoholy. Yeah, I'm Is trying this a tenure. I mean, I yeah, I, yeah. I'm trying. That to must be it. why it's a screw off top. Wait, but try- it keeps the finishes with me as I. I don't know. It kind of feels. I'm getting to the vomit again. <laughs> Makes me feel dirty. Not in a good way. It doesn't, not in a good way. It's not in a good way. There's a a good, strong flavor here, and I'm having a hard time nailing it down. It's still warm. Deep in my throat, it's still very warm. Yeah, I just, I get get alcohol in wood, and that's... I'm getting a wood with maybe All the way down my throat. You you know what I think it is? It's a strong oak with just a little, tiniest hint. This is going to sound the weirdest thing ever. Tiniest hint of, like, carrot in the background. Yeah. It's a very... And a little bit of cock. (laughs) No... Do we do the water now? He meant chicken. Yeah. And no. Um, he meant chicken. <laughs> oh, he had his cock. Tastes like chicken. No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of root. Honestly, I got it. It's a root vegetable. I got a smidge in, of blood. In the back. Interesting. Yeah, like a dirty vegetable. Yeah. Dirty, dirty, dirty vegetation. Foilage. Ferns. I taste ferns. Ferns? <laughs> ferns. Ah. Like in, as in the gully. As in what Avatar was hoping it was. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> very pretty. It was very, it was very pretty. pretty. And it had the same plot as about 400 other movies. As Fern Gully. Yep, it true did. Dance of the Walls. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I haven't heard that yet. That's funny. <sighs> no, I... Dances, I heard Dances with Aliens. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's I, the, the, the nose with it wet, it, it's, it's gone. just gone. It's There's gone. just... There's another Avatar coming out. Yes, it? have you seen that? Somebody movie? asked Matt Glover if there is. He always knows. Nick. There's two Nick more. Glover. Nick Glover. Nick Glover. They are doing Sorry, a total Nick. of three. Really? Yes. The next one, I believe, is Earth Strikes Back, and then there's Avatar. Oh, I thought, I thought space we were going to have green something. aliens. Something like that. I. It's hard to tell from the preview. Earth Strikes Back. I try not to give you. That's where you find out that a lot of my father is Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Earth Strikes Back. 
What? What? Spoilers! Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I don't know. It, I don't the, want to finish this. The diluted is better. I, I have to say up. it's better only because it's diluted. diluted. Oh, yeah, only because it's it's so much more inoffensive. It doesn't get better. It just doesn't get worse. There's it doesn't no, piss you off quite as much. Well, no. wait. I was going to say there's no finish. There is a slight finish. Um, it, it's all wood, though. It, it's just wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, there's there's still mm. an alright finish. I don't uh, mind the finish not, I, nearly as much as I minded the undiluted. It's, it's just um, it's just wood, though. But, um, yeah, th- this is, tastes this like I'm chewing on a shelf. Tullamore Dew is, hey, I need alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have to say, I'm more impressed with their Irish whiskey than I am with their single malt. When you need to order, when you need to order a drunk, neat. I I could see getting this. Mm-hmm. No, I put an ice cube in it. Oh yeah. This yeah, this, this is one that could probably stand to be good cold. Put an ice cube in it. Just let the let the water, you know, let it yeah, like get call. a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. Chill it a little bit. Maybe with some beef jerky. Add coke. Oh yeah, be great with some beef jerky. Just to add some the bacon. add the pepper and the spice. Put some bacon in there. Like Put some, some bacon nice apple. You know, <laughs> this would be awesome with bacon if you dropped the alcohol. Ah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You 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 cook the bacon in this. Oh. So you fry the bacon in this. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Now okay. Now I want to go to victory forty four. Now can you do what like the the Russian vodka bar does in Robbinsdale? Can you take single malt whiskeys and put like things in it and let mm-hmm. it sit over time? Can you infused, do that? Infused uh-huh. infused stuff. That's the word. I well, could, but I'm I'm not sure what you'd you want, want to do with that. No, because yeah. it's got too much. The whole point. I mean, honestly, the whole reason I enjoy single malts <clears throat> and the whole reason I would drink them is because they are different and have their own. In, own unique flavors, yeah, and if you try to infuse them, uh, you ruin them. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole. I totally get infused vodkas, yeah. but that's because vodka on its own. And I know vodka drinkers are going to like virulently disagree with me. Let them have their own fucking but podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Vodka on its own <laughs> is a fairly tasteless or yeah. uniformly taste. I mean, yes, there's different qualities but, but, and whatever. Yeah, that's the, the, the point. But that's yeah, the whole the point, point is that it's yeah. a neutral. The alcohol, right? And then you infuse it with well, good vodka. All you, can't, you can't taste if you're doing it right, right? I mean, so I guess um, that's a good point. Um, and then you okay. you add stuff. Right. Thought we were talking about the mixed blends or things you like. You put ginger ale in that one. Oh, you know, sure. Things you want to well, put in there to flavor that's, it. That that's just mixer. I mean, you know, you, that's just you a, a mixer. A spoonful of like sugar a, makes the medicine go down. Well, I, I, I mean, it's well, like you know, ordering a whiskey sour. Or, ordinarily speaking, as, as Kurt seven, says, seven. you know, yeah. a, a single malt is something you get to have the single malt mm-hmm. blends. You would maybe make a mixed drink with. Yeah. Um, for for instance, there's uh, a good Scotch mixed drink called the Godfather. It's two parts Scotch, one part Amaretto. I'm a fan of Amaretto, so this is wonders for me. And one part death. And uh, it, it, it's very very tasty. But I can't think of too many single malts I'd want to do that to. Fair enough. Even, even ones I don't care for an awful lot. At that point, it's a waste of amaretto. So, I mean, there, there's some great blends I that I... Glen Murray, we can put it to. Yeah, Glen Murray is acceptable Well, and actually, that. there are some some blendeds that have their own... Because they are a blended with some really good scotches, mm-hmm. they have their own good yes. famous taste. Yes, that's true. Famous grouse. Famous grouse is, is, is a decent blend. 
Um, but, but you know, you know, but then again, it's Highland Park and Halland, so I right, mean, I yeah. I mean, but if you're going to go to you know some of the bars in the Twin Cities where the only Scotch they have is either Johnny Walker Black. Oh, well, yeah. well, no, some some only have Johnny Red or Dewars, uh, and at that uh, point, mm-hmm. you better mix that with some Amaretto. If I'm Phillips gonna... whiskey. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> well, Wait, some things just can't make horribleness go away. Yeah, like, right. So as a rum guy, you know, you get. You go to a party with, with rum guys, and they all bring their, their penance rum. You know, so somebody shows up with a pusser's, and there's nothing you're going to mix with a pusser that's going to make that crap go down any easier. <clears throat> I, we, we were doing a big party, and one of the things we were doing was Iron, um, iron Bartender, mm. where you had the bar, it had all the alcohols, somebody would announce the secret ingredient, and you had one minute to mix a drink. And we really didn't have judges so much as everyone ha- who made drinks had to try each other's. So there oh. was sort of a don't don't just try and be be, be evil because yeah. it will come back to you. Yeah. I had taken a rose flavored vodka that smelled incredible. It smelled like roses. Unfortunately, it tasted like roses. Oh, the shakers. Ooh. I don't remember now. The one with the penguin picture on it. No, I don't remember. Well, I don't remember a, a penguin, but yeah, and it's the kind of thing where I don't care what you did to it, it it smelled amazing and tasted just vile. Wow. And and what you were telling, saying reminds me of nothing you're going to do to this yeah. is going to make it taste like anything but a vile. You either like it out of the bottle mm-hmm. or you don't. Yeah, yeah my my ex fiance really liked that stuff. What? What's the, your... the rose, the rose oh, no. flavored, uh, <laughs> the rose flavored. I just have vodka. it in posters. I can't stand that shit. She just, she loved the rose. It. She fucking loved it. It was just yeah. terrible. There are some, some, and especially yeah. women are mad about the roses. They just love it. Well, I will say this: they were mad about the smell, and oh. every single one of them agreed. Oh, it was this terrible to drink. Never oh. be consumed. Just use Fair it. Enough. Pour a small bowl in your house. It will fill your house with a delightful smell of roses. <laughs> Never nice drink it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Use it as aftershave. Yeah. <laughs> Should we score this bad boy? There yeah. is. Oh, wait. Score this mad Irish. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've got the. It's my it, Oh, it, it has tasting notes. We have to do the tasting notes. Oh, tasting notes. I'm saving some for the score. This <laughs> 10 year old single malt is. <laughs> This 10-year-old single malt is matured to perfection in old bourbon, dry Oloroso sherry, Madeira, and port casks. Really? Seriously? All of them? Every 10 minutes. Well, that explains the confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Aging in these specially selected casks enhances and intensifies the flavor of the spirit. Resulting in a singularly rich and mellow expression of this legendary Irish whiskey. Wait, what does that say to you? Does that mean that they what? have wine barrels? They keep switching out the wine in the same barrels, and then well, they throw they, some. What they probably malt. really did was they probably put um, they they put it started in bourbon barrels, and then they put some in in sherry, some in oloroso, some in port, and. And then and just mix them, mixed together, them yeah. together in the end. Oh, God. It sounds well, like yeah, a they, McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. You know, you just well, what, what, what it says to me is cork dorkery. I think that, that's yeah. pretty safe to declare. On like, this they're just yeah. super, <laughs> super funny. dicking around with stuff to try to be be whatever. Super Color, deep. deep amber gold. Aroma, 
quite an intense, malty, fruity, and toasted wood aroma. Intriguing floral, toasted wood, and vanilla notes with a hint of sherry Christmas cake. Christmas? Yeah, no sherry. Oh, oh, bullshit. Taste wonderfully rich, spicy, and complex. Really mellow and rounded. Okay, how can you be complex and mellow and round? Like, no, like, sorry, dude. Tell him do can. Fuck you, tell him do can. Yeah. <laughs> you keep using like, that word. I don't think it means. <laughs> we are both square and circular. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> uh, Tell them where sounds like a like a Street Fighter move. <laughs> tell them where <Duken. laughs> I think that's hitting A and B repeatedly yeah. at the same time. Finish a smooth finish with malt and sherry notes slowly fading. I would have given every oh, man his due. Uh, I would have believed you had said simply a finish. <laughs> but no, you had to use words after that. Yeah. And what they mean by do is pre-ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, um, wow. That, uh, that doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> um, are you gonna... I'm, I'm saving this, this last bit for the score. Alright, well, I will, uh... Say, you know, it's kind of the same as uh, the last one of our last episode, where it wasn't offensive. Well, it was kind of offensive. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put water in it, and then it was really inoffensive. Um, I think I liked it less than the other one, because it still had taste after the watering. Um, so I'm just going to give it a two. I found it more offensive than you did, but I will agree with <laughs> It it uh, it had nothing in the way of flavor that I enjoyed. It didn't have horrible flavor, but it just there's nothing I could say about it that would be a positive. So much the as the smell wasn't bad. I didn't even get much out of the smell. You're right; it wasn't bad. It just wasn't good. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with a 1.6. Yeah, I wouldn't Russian uh, judge. Or... I wouldn't buy it, and it and. Honestly, I think if you offered it to me in a bar for here, would you like a shot of Tomardu? I'd say no, thank you. Ooh. Yeah, I'd ask if there was anything else. Yeah. I uh, I think I like this just a titch better than the wall blair, actually. Um, while I and do parents give me this like what? Yeah. Um, I was looking at you through parents, so... <laughs> Across the table from me, I'm through parent. Your matrix vision over there. All right. Uh, for, for me, while it was like this strong wood flavor, at least it had a strong flavor, where the ball blur was just bit. And so while it's not something I'm going to go to a lot, um, it has something to it. Um, and, and so I, I'm going to give it a 2-4. It's just, it's just a little bit better. It's still not good, just a little bit better. Tullamardu has other products that <clears throat> I've enjoyed in the past. I didn't enjoy this, but because I gave the last one a one, I did think that this had more flavor and more lasting flavor than the last one. The ball, the, what is it? The ball player. Ball player. Ball player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give it a 1.2. <laughs> so it breaks into the decimal. Raise the roof. Decimals <laughs> because I, I need some fractions here because it... <laughs> I could just give it a one again. It was it fractionally was a better. Bit, it was fractionally better than the Bob Blair. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it hung around for a while, and although I didn't like how it hung around, it wasn't that bad. I don't know. No, I agree with you. It hung around, and that's why it score dropped. <laughs> yeah, I, and, I, and I feel the same way. I didn't feel as as strongly as Perrin did it because it, the, even the the flavor that stuck around wasn't that strong. So I just it just wasn't wasn't magical. Uh, now you've got some some things coming up here, right? I do. Um, there is a um, there's a puppet show that we got the green light from Adult Swim at Comedy Central to um, to show us what you got. They said so. Put together a puppet show called Fitz's Funporium, which is a children's show with puppets. Um, but because it's Adult Swim, all these puppets behind stage have. Um, sexual addictions and drug and alcohol abuse, and there are humans so the on the show. Alive? The puppets are. The puppets live in a world where puppets are living things somehow, okay. and the, the puppeteers beneath I'll, them. I'll let Greg the bunny sort of. Yeah, the puppeteers beneath them are just sort of. They just come with it, and they're they're more like a limb that you just take for granted. Um, there's a human that has an affair with a puppet in it, and and our big claim to fame is the wonderful Tara Strong. Oh yay! Is uh, one of our lead humans in the show, and Tara is just magnificent. And uh, we flew her here from LA, and she was wonderful to be on set with. And so we're hoping we can ride her coattails a bit. And, uh, <laughs> she's like, got some good coattails to ride. She, yeah, she was really lovely, and she she sang, she sings in this, and uh, so it's really great. So um, and uh, the puppets there were made by Gordon Smooter, who also gave us the puppets for Transylvania TV, if you recall. Um, she is a looker. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she, she is. Beautiful lady. I'm, I'm also now having the combination of what you described that show as and one of her other roles, which is on My Little Ponies. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that hurt a brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that could be. So right now, I mean, currently while we're recording this, um, there's a Kickstarter campaign and we would love for people to, to jump in. So maybe when this episode is, is out, we will discover what indeed the results are. But we're hoping that um, the money will go into post-production. We will finish this come hell or high water, and uh, Comedy Central will see this. So we're very excited. I'm very excited. I uh, give voice, and I operate Fritz. Uh, Fritz is fun for him. Do you do you have a timeline of when you're hoping to have this presented to Adult Swim? I'm not privy to that information, although they um, the producers really wanted this done by... By May, uh, I think that's uh, giving. I think they wanted it done uh, by the first week of March. But as in as happens with every indie project, there's been some delays, and so things have been pushed back. But surely it will not leak into the summer. So I, I think they fully intend to move on. But uh, but also coming in April, which I'm very excited about, is a movie is going to be released into theaters called Walking with the Enemy, and that's a movie that I've been working on and off on uh, for four years. And only in this last year, uh, in 2013, they flew us all to Bucharest, which is where we've done most of the shooting. And they were able to get great talents to add to the cast, such as uh, Shane Taylor, uh, famous from Band of Brothers, Ralph Brown, a little geeky nerd orgasm for me. For He was in um, With Nil and I, uh, which is one of my favorite films. And then uh, Sir Ben Kingsley. And uh, I had the... I had the great honor to be in two scenes with him, and uh, that was 
highlight of my life, I gotta tell you. So come in April, uh, they, they told me they were gonna release it into 10 markets, test it in the theaters, see how they do, see if some big distributor will pick it up and uh, release it on DVD or some, some such thing. When do they think that it will be completed? This Walking with the Enemy? Yeah. Well, it essentially is. And in fact, okay. I just returned uh, just a few weeks ago. I was in Palm Springs at the film festival there where it showed. Ah, okay. And I saw it completed for the first time. It was another geeky orgasm was that it was shot by Dean Cundy, who gave us Halloween and Apollo 13 and uh, some other one. Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> <laughs> a fun movie. A very fun movie. Um, so that was very, very cool. But it, So it's done. It's uh, done. It's worked on. It's starring Jonas Armstrong, who is BBC's Robin Hood. Um, and uh, it's just a matter of some distributor seeing its worth and picking it up and putting it on DVD and shoving it in all our faces. It's a it's a World War Two uh, movie. I play the uh, Lieutenant Colonel Adolf Eichmann, uh, so I have a Nazi role in this one. And also for the new nerds out there, um, Bern Gorman uh, is plays a Nazi along with me, and that was very cool too. Kind of a Torchwood nerd. I like Torchwood. It seems like I'm low, I'm like the lonely guy who liked Torchwood. But so Byrne was in Torchwood. That was very cool. like Torchwood. Really? Okay. Well, maybe the, maybe I don't feel so lonely. The now. the only thing I had an issue with is that there were moments where I wanted them. I want. I was rooting for the villains because the Torchwood team was being stupid. Well, fair and, enough. And some of it was. I mean, I blame the writing. I enjoyed some episodes, and I hear the later seasons got very good. But the early seasons, they had some plots where you're like, seriously? Yeah. Just kill them. <laughs> I liked it. I'm a big Doctor Who fan. I like the offshoot and um, mm-hmm. thought it was cool. I don't know if the if the U.S. Torchwood ever happened. I don't follow things don't believe very well. Again, we should turn to Nick. Have you, um, are you familiar with the online Teens Reacting To series? No. There's a Teens Reacting To uh, kids reacting to and and adults and seniors, but I enjoy the teens, and they will show uh, various memes and and things <laughs> really? to teenagers and film their reactions and then ask some questions. Well, I did spend a long time watching reactions to Two Girls, One Cop. Yeah, well, everyone did that. <laughs> and, and I would what, like to see reactions to uh, season three, episode nine of Game of Thrones. Oh, the Red Wedding. I would like to see the, red wedding. the wedding. Yeah, the well, red wedding. Oh, oh that's, that's of, all over the place. I should look that up. Like, one, of, one of the things that they did on this was teens react to Doctor Who. And it was hilarious because they showed them the previews to the 50th anniversary episode. Yeah. And there were a few people who were like, oh, I think this is that Doctor Who thing. A few who had no idea what it was. And then there were some people who vibrated through the wall with excitement um, about just seeing the preview. Nerds are awesome. Man. Yes, they are. <laughs> here, here, here for nerds. Yes. Here, here for nerds. I, need, I think I need to reset. Yeah. So, so speaking of a, a, a nerdy thing and a curiosity, so... Uh, TV, TV, is that just on kind of hiatus? Is it a permanent hiatus? Is it I will a- I will speak for Michael Hegel and Gordon Smooter and say that it's uh, it's on permanent hiatus. Um, but, you know, permanency can be alleviated by a certain amount of money, as anything can. It's like death in the comics. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. If there's money in it, it'll come back. Um, TV, TV, out of all the things I've ever done, I can... I can 
proudly say it's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. Uh, I just loved doing that show. And I'm so sad that it didn't get a bigger audience than it did. And so many people have been very kind, and they, they say they love it, and they bought DVDs, and please um, look up TV, TV, Transylvania Television, buy a DVD, it'd be lovely, buy a t-shirt. But um, yeah, it, uh, we want to move on to other things, or other properties. Uh, we want to reshape the business model. Um, Gordon sort of had everything on his back for that one, and we'd really like something where some benefactors saw the worth of our talents and decided to help us instead of putting everything on Gordon and Jennifer's back. and uh, uh, Just saints, they are saints. But, uh, so, there. Yeah, I, 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 I pondered the idea of, of, of asking <clears throat> you and Gordon to perhaps rape one of the scotches as your characters. <laughs> and so, it's just, I don't know, would the shock even drink scotch? Or is that going to be beneath him? Well, he's a blood drinker, of course. And, um... He, I think that Lashak, had we been able to um, to look in and do more stuff, I think he would have been a, a nerd about blood because he um, he does recognize blood like a fine wine. So I think he was a uh, expert connoisseur. So, so secondhand scotch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he would recognize a Tony. Uh, um, what was it a? What is it? A Tony Perkins. Yeah, it was a Tony Perkins. Is a bit fruity. <laughs> that's in the Halloween episode. <clears throat> How we got our noses in? Yeah. yeah. And this is the Bushmills 16 single malt Irish whiskey. Mm. I'm getting kind of a vanilla. I'm getting some vanilla, a little caramel. I yeah, I was going to say caramel. It's vanilla caramel. Mm-hmm. That's very strong. Look at you contributing. I'm contributing. I'm helping. I'm helping. Yay. <laughs> Yeah. Getting a little scotch in there. <laughs> okay, so, uh, uh, so, someone who's closer to him kicking him. Smells like scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I will scotch, kick scotch, back scotch. and I have a foot that does not feel pain. <laughs> Down in my belly. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I like, I like the song. smell. I, yeah, I was about to say, I like the nose. Yeah. It's, a, it's a very pleasant... Yeah. Um, not overpowering or medicine-y or anything, just yeah. pleasant. It doesn't smell like vomit. I like it. it, it, it always a plus. It, always it, a plus. It, it's really just that two-trick pony for me, though, of the, of the vanilla and caramel. I'm not really mm. getting... Well, the last two have been else. so lacking, I'm I'm probably, like, over the... Yay! What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Like, it, does, it can't decide what it is? Like, no, it's no, it, it, it's just, agnostic or something? It, it, it's just... It's just the two things. Usually in my nose, I like to have like three or four. And I just oh, and I prefer it. to have something that's just done well. Oh, so okay. And uh, the caramel, the caramel really comes out in the in the in the palate because I've gone to drinking. Okay, I'll move Because Dave's too. in charge of pacing. Yep. Yep. He is. And uh, you know, part of that's you know why it's got such a dark color to it too is because they they just shove this thing chock full of caramel color and. You mean like car- what? Like caramel's a color you just inject like, into it? Yeah, like they use caramel. They use caramel coloring to make it darker. Cause like the uh, that Highland that we had that was really pale. Yeah. Yeah, because they triple filter it, it gets really pale. So what they do is they'll put caramel color into it, which will give it a fuckers, liars. Everybody does it. Thieves. Um, you get some. You get some very natural stuff, and and it's it's what it, it's usually. So it's cool. not naturally this color. 
Scotch is not naturally. Oh, some of it is. Single malt whiskey. Some of it is. Some of it is. Well, I mean, but, you think about it. I mean, alcohol, ethanol as a thing is, you know, clear. Right. Yeah, and so, so it, it's whatever was whatever, you know, the color you're going to get is whatever flavors you're getting in addition yeah. with the alcohol. So, okay. yeah, it, it's going to be a generally light color unless yeah. they do something to, you know, muck it up. This is this is nice. It's got yeah. a it's got a pleasant taste. Um, definitely comes through with the caramel. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still getting less the the palate. There's less vanilla, but I can still it's still there. It's still there. I want to say there's there's a little there's a little hint of orange. Yeah. Know. Um, we'll call it a a periwinkle orange. <laughs> now you're the one that gets shut up. You should write tasting notes. <laughs> I'd go with a hobo orange. Ah, yes, a hobo orange. That is, that is... Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> the kind that's rolled out of, a, out of a knapsack on the end of a stick, onto the ground. It's been places. <laughs> I sigh and frustration. <sighs> Yeah, but so you know, oh, you're adding water now. Well, Dave is yeah. adding water. But as opposed to the Talmor Dew, <clears throat> I just enjoyed what I did. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm adding just a tinge of water. See, I think this is going to be one that does well with a yes, you know, a nice good drop of water. I, I uh, when I was cleansing my palate as I was pouring the water, I you still know, had some. Mm-hmm. Well, this is 40%, so it's yeah. probably not meant to really have a whole lot of water on it, because Tullamore, Tullamore Dew um, was the company... <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> was, ...was made in, or was, the company was like 1890-something. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're more recent. Yeah. This is 1608. They've learned something. They've, they've been around. Yeah. And the years... Are just the the company, right? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's when it was established. Yeah. No, the, the, the master distiller is a vampire who's been around for that <laughs> period of time. So he knows a thing or two, but he can only brew at night. Yeah, that's evidence. I I totally accept. Honestly, I'm not getting. And there's not a whole lot much in, the, change. in the no. Well, there's not a whole lot in the the nose. Wet, like the nose almost completely disappears. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree. And the and the flavor. Mm. It actually get got kind of medicine. A little, little muddled. Yeah, I'm, um, I, I would get best bet. I would bet that this is meant to be served neat. Yeah, yeah. probably is. Um, my more water than everybody Look at else. You I'm done. Off. Done. I think you're also supposed to turn and punch somebody <laughs> um, when drinking this. Well, that is an Irish. Yeah, exactly. Who yeah. again? Hey, where's me, Shalini? <laughs> no, I, honestly, the, 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 there's a, a very strong sweetness to it. With the, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know if that if everybody's getting that or if, if the extra water is really bringing that out for me. Mm. And then I get and then I get some kind of rotten fruit on the finish. <coughs> Your parents just got some too. <coughs> I what just happened? let it hit the back of my throat too much. <coughs> got a little cat hair. In, a little cat hair. Yeah, the, the rotten fruit is just something I slipped in there. It has nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna agree that there's there's some. I'm not getting the rotten fruit. I have to admit. Um, no, it, it, it's there. It's it's. Well, it's, see, I'm enjoying it. So you you savor your rotten fruit. 
and I will be blithely ignorant. Oh. Yay me! No, it's, just, <laughs> it's just in the finish at the the back of my throat after it goes down. I and and honestly, because I accidentally got some to the back of my throat, all I can do is like go, "Wow, the back of my throat has just been struck." Yeah, assaulted. So, yeah. Um, the burning, but not tastes uh, like Christmas. No, not not uh, not unpleasant at all. No, no, I, um, I definitely take it neat in the future, but I I drink it for sure. Well, what's it have to say for itself, Dave? That's a good question. Oh, That's it has some it has there. some things to say. Yep. Oh, well, the has this one. All right, and the pretentious tasting notes will be read by. Aaron. There, there's two sets. Yes, there are. So, so I'll start here. The matured, aged 16 years, triple distilled, and matured in three woods, aged in Oloroso sherry and bourbon casks, and then finished in port wine casks for a combination of rich fruitiness and malty nuttiness. I didn't realize you could have malty nuttiness. Um... This unusual maturation gives our 16-year-olds its ruby-red color and robust personality. Toffee and sweet sweet spice are followed by praline, honey, and toasted nut aromas, and a deep finish with jammed berries and dark Dark chocolate. Yeah, I'll... What's praline? Evil chocolate. What's praline? Praline. 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 What's praline? It's a kind of nut. It's a candy-coated nut. Yeah, it's candying a nut. You get, like, praline pecan is often... um, Ice cream, pralines and cream. Oh. But given that this is from the UK, it had to be pralines, because that's how they pronounce that kind of thing. Oh, okay, but it's the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Sounds more pretentious. Yeah. Did that have other... It it had a... Yeah, it's got a... Feel free to... Oh. Because found on County Antrim's rugged coastline, the village of Bushmills is home to Ireland's oldest whiskey distillery. Official record, record stretch back to 1608, when the area was granted its license to distill. Over 400 years later, whiskey is still being made in Bushmills, thanks to the experience and craft we've passed from generation to generation. They don't talk about the vampire folks. We couldn't make our it's whiskey anywhere point. but here. Our water, drawn from the river bush, flows over beds of basalt rocks, the same rock that lends its unique character to another famous local attraction, the Giant's Causeway. This is totally a, like a smutty ca- novel, isn't it? The cast I know what the Causeway is. Our aging, our whiskeys are <laughs> also essential. So we keep close ties with cask makers in Spain, Portugal, and America. You throw a hot dog down a giant's causeway, can't you? (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Once shipped to the Bushmills distillery, the casks are filled and left to mature, working their magic to give our whiskey its enjoyably rich, mellow yet distinct flavor. And then, yeah, 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 Bushmills yeah. 16. You know, blah, they, blah, 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 when blah, you blah, say, blah, 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 we blah, could yeah. only make this here, it's like, yes, because that's where your distillery is. Yeah. If you went somewhere else and made it, you'd be in a different distillery and they'd be upset with you. 
Yeah. 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 Having heard those tasty notes, I will actually say that uh, there's definitely a hazelnut in there for, for mm-hmm. me. I, that, that, I think that's what I was trying to find. Like I couldn't come up with. Honestly, that whiskey was probably the closest whiskey I've tasted to Amaretto. I mean, it's a very. There, there's some strong parallels there. So, that being said, I would not want to make a Godfather with this one because that'd be way too much of the same flavor. That is not Ruby. No, I, I, I'm. I've seen rubies. That's that's not that's not a ruby color. That's that's amber. Maybe um, compared to other things. Yeah, it is that's more reddish than some of the other it, things. That's what we so. call caramel color. Caramel yeah. color. And I'm surprised that I mean I really picked up. Excuse me, picked up the vanilla. I don't buy the toffee and uh, some crap. Yeah, yeah, I think pralines is pushing it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it a very amaretto-like hazelnut flavor. But that's... Sorry. It has a robust personality. That's basically saying it's ugly. Mm. <laughs> so you need to put a bag over its head before you right. take it to bed. I see. Right. But I'd still take it. <laughs> I got, I got this friend that, that you know, she wants to meet you. Is she cute? She's got a great personality, so that's a no, right? She's got a robust personality, right? That's a no, right? No, I, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of digging on this one. Um, it, it, it had a lot of what I like. It, it had, it, it's pretty smooth. Um, had nice sweetness. I, I, I'm a sucker for the caramel and vanilla. Um, I, I'm a fan of amaretto, so like I said, because it's a very amaretto kind of tasting scotch, at least with the water. Um, I'm sorry, Irish whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah, I'm sorry, I created myself. I was, I was already, I was on my way there. Uh, yeah, get us beaten up, man. Yeah, I think they're I'm, coming right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I, I, I think I'm gonna give. I, I think this is probably my favorite uh, of, the, of the four we recorded with Charles. So I, I, I think that being said, I'm gonna have to give it a three nine. Wow! Wow! Yeah, I, I, I dig on this one. I, yeah, I like this one, um, but. I'm not insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, this and the Cardias were very close to each other, but I, I, I really, this one hits my sweet spot, and so I, I really think that's where I'd go. With, I'd go with a three-two. I enjoyed it. It was flavorful. I'd drink it if it was available. Um, I'm not sure how much I'd spend on getting it myself, just because I'm cheap. But um, yeah. All right. So. I'm kind of torn here. I liked it. I thought it was pretty tasty. I mean, all joking aside about it having a robust personality, um, it was it was pretty good. However, for a 16 year, it wasn't a 16 year good. I mean, when I think about like what what a 16 year is to me, it's logable then. So shut the fuck up. We 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 know that's what you 16. Is. Well, there there's there's that, but nothing compares to that. I know. I mean, even looking at the the Glenlivet 15 French oak, that one's solid. That's true. You know, I I look at that and I go, you know, this Bushmills, as far as just a if it's just if I'm just rating it like, hey, this is a good whiskey, I'd probably give it a three five. But given its age, it doesn't hold up to other things in its weight class effectively. I'm gonna give it a three. Um, because you <clears throat> left the non-expert to the end. Um, I am going to go with a, um, and now that I've traversed into the decimal, um, the Dewey decimal system, <laughs> the fractions, the Dewey decimal system. I am going to give it a two five. I, um, 
I accepted it. I liked it. But the very first one we had in the last episode is my favorite of all the four that we've tried. The Hardy is a solid. I mean, I can't argue that. That that's yeah. You know, it, if one was going to beat it, it had to be that one. The other the other two were lackluster. You know, but, and it shows in the numbers. I mean, yeah, I've got I've got them in front of me, and and you know, both of these were beating it by you know an average of close to a point. So, but the interesting thing is this does give you. Um, an insight into the breadth of where scotches can go. And there's a lot that we haven't covered in terms of different regions and flavors and everything like that. But just in these four, you can see how different from the uh, Laphroaig to um, the Irish single malts Mm -hmm. you go. And with with that in mind, I think next time I'm going to have to make a point to subject you all to another Campbellton. Since we've only had the Spring Bank... We're not sure where the Campbellton region is going to go it's true. first. That's true. There are only six distilleries in the, the uh, region. And so. I, you know, I've got two of them that we'll have to do sometime in the next little while. So. Well, yeah, let's do it up. Do next one. So uh, hopefully, when this ep- the day after this episode airs, I'll be completely cast free. There you go. And unconscious. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I, uh, you know, this this episode is going to be going live. So anyone who's listening to a day it releases, uh, assuming I put it up on time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not gonna, um, if you don't put it up the day it's supposed to. I sincerely doubt you're going to put it up on St. Patrick's Day. Well, right, and, and I so, doubt the day after St. Patrick's Day personally. Which <laughs> is why it, 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 it's more than likely this might actually go up early rather than late if it's going to go well. The Ides of but, March. <laughs> yeah, well, that'd be fun. Uh, I am going to be uh, at the the Marriott that the Kips is in the first floor. I, I want. I want, I want to say so. it is, um, and that's St. Louis Park or Golden Valley. I can never remember. Uh, St. Louis Park. Okay, so I'm going to be at Kips. Um, and the reason for that is last year's St. Paddy's Day guests, uh, Johnny and Neil of the Tim Malloys, uh, the entirety of the Tim Malloys will be playing. Uh, and they, again, this year are doing the Great Irish Sleepover. So the 16th, they're going to do a set. Um, there's uh, also going to be a whiskey tasting in the bar. It's going to be uh, Irish whiskeys, of course, but Connemara is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the one we had last year. I think it's probably going to be the Connemara 10. Um, but the Connemara will be there. <laughs> Specifically, I think, because Neil asked for it, um, <laughs> because he enjoyed last, you know, the Connemara last year, and uh, and they do the, the Hills of Connemara song, so it all ties together. Right. Um, but basically, they're they're encouraging uh, people to get the hotel rooms. Uh, there is a room block that, that's going to have a discount, uh, and they're uh, making out a pajama party to make it even more fun. So anyone who is interested, uh, you still have some time. To, to get hours. in there for the day. Yep. A couple hours, good driving. And then, of course, on St. Paddy's Day, the Timbaloys will be doing uh, uh, some sets of kits. So I'm probably going to be hanging out there for the day. It's a Monday. Uh, those of you who can take the day off and, and kind of hang out, um, that's where I'm going to be. So if you want to... Just remember, it's already Sunday, so call in sick. Just don't don't ask your boss, just call in sick. <laughs> or take PTO, because I can't, you know, if you've got that sort of arrangement. But... Uh, Anybody else? Yeah, you got noticed, so you already did it. Well, there's also that. Anybody else got anything going on? I mean, Charles talked about uh, the stuff he's got coming out. Yeah. Uh, is anybody else doing any interesting events in? Uh, well, I'm hoping to go up to Michigan and ski, but, but we'll see what the doctor <laughs> says about that. Because you just can't learn. Hey, 33 <laughs> years of skiing, and this is the first time I've broken anything. So. 
And uh, let's see. Run. In in yeah. March, in March, I will be turning twenty six. <laughs> Congratulations! Thank Ron. you. And and how many times will you have turned twenty six now? I've lost count. <laughs> well, you see, at twenty five, that's really the last optimal birthday you have because your car insurance drops. Yeah. You can rent cars without any extra flim flammery, and pretty much that's it. Well, it's thirty your car insurance drop. For for me, it was it was thirty. Well, sucks to be on your insurance plan then. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know, I don't. I've actually wait. I have no idea. When I was twenty five, I didn't have insurance, so I went for seven years without it. So maybe that's why. <laughs> now, other than that, I I have a two year old. I have no. <laughs> my yeah. time is not my own. I understand that. Um, for, for, for those who are interested in that sort of thing, I, I do believe that uh, at, at the end of March uh, will be the Vilification Tennis Amateur Night. So if you're local to the Twin Cities and want to see uh, some uh, insult comics, uh, try their hand at getting on uh, one of the insult comic teams in the Twin Cities. Um, it's always a fun show. I, I, I think I've caught the last three years of the amateur shows and it's good times. So remarkably good talents. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing, and and uh, I every year I think about auditioning, and every year I realize I won't have enough material and chicken out. So uh, instead, I've been trying my hand at stand up, and uh, so those of you who might have come out to catch my last thing at Fearless Lab uh, back on the 11th, uh, I thank you. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll keep you posted. I'm, I'm I'm sure I'll do more stuff in the future. I'm, Trying to get in with Fearless and do more stuff. But Very cool. It's been, it, it's been, they've been good to me so far. I, I, I appreciate them letting me uh, try my hand at something I hadn't really done anything with before. And, and I was very grateful for the uh, amount of laughter I got my first stand-up set. So the second one, uh, you know, I, I can't speak to it yet because, you know, we've broken the fourth wall already. I haven't actually done it yet. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I'm hoping it'll be as well received, so... That's kind of what Fearless is about. Fearless Comedy yep. team is about um, helping people get over that hump that keeps them from doing stuff. I think it's awesome. Yep, so far so good. And, uh, you know, I was silly and didn't come up with a new question in the break. Oh, so, you know I, what? I have, a, I have a question. All right, parents got a question. So, what got you into drinking single malt scotches? This podcast. <laughs> well, that was quick. Damn. <laughs> Um, well, the group yeah. as a whole. I mean, okay. On 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 one level, I can I can start with Dave, Jesse, and and uh, Darren. and Darren uh, setting me on the path uh, of doing that. But uh, I I dog saw it in in terms of the oh well, well you know when it came to that I was not a big fan of the of the of the PD scotches at first and then we joked that I eventually felt the dark side of Pete and then Jesse mm -hmm. was the the only person who was left not enjoying the, the peaty smoky scotches. Which is why we made sure to give him at least one when it was his turn to host. So we'd have, so we'd have peaty scotch at his, at his place whenever we went afterwards. Yep. <laughs> nice. Because he wouldn't drink it, so then we'd have some for us when we got right. We need planning. But uh, I, I, I think really um, it was Darren's brilliant idea to, to, to record one of the sessions as a podcast. And this podcast really is what got me passionate about things. And I've kind of really taken it um even in addition to the podcast I, I i go to bars now specifically to see what they've got for scotch and what they're charging for their scotch and you know i i was going to merlin's rest anyway and and they 
are kind of my mecca in the Twin Cities now because they got, you know, honestly the best selection of scotch. Say Club Real Bar. Well, okay, there's also them, but I don't like St. Paul. So, um, it's a dark and scary place across the lake. You know, I <laughs> m- m- mostly it's just the streets are laid out by drunken Irishmen, and since I'm not allowed to be drunk in my car, it just doesn't make sense. I can't, I can't navigate there, and so I. Just, but uh, no, I, honestly, I do have to, to to say it was it was Dave and the other boys that, that got me into into it. So. I think Dave, you you kind of stole from your dad's collection at first. Didn't you? Oh well, no, my oh god, no, my dad, my dad liked cheap, shitty alcohol, all kinds. Um, whiskey is my first love. I stole from my dad when I was a when I was young, but um, I I really got into to single malts uh, through Convergence, uh, ah. where like I I. First year I came back to Con, I, I thought, oh, I got something nice for, you know, to pass around. And so I got myself a bottle of Glenlivet 12 and I put it in a flask. And what ended up happening is, is that every person I ran across, I ended up passing back and forth with a flask of Glenlivet 12. So I was like, here, have some scotch. And they'd be like, here, have some scotch. Like, what is it? Oh, it's Glenlivet 12. Well, shit, that's what mine is. So I just started <laughs> That thinking, is kind of the Chevrolet Yeah. Uh, K car of scotches. Yeah. yeah. So the next year, I decided that I was going to have a scotch that fucking nobody had. So I go on the internet, and I know nothing about scotch at this point in time. Um, so I go on the internet, and I find this website that reviews scotches, and they've got their top ten list. And I look at the top top ten. And there are six scotches on there that are $1,000 or more. Ooh. And I look at number three, and number three is 110 bucks. And I go, well, i got to try this stuff. And it's the Yamazaki 18. It's still still one of my favorites. You know, I know I knocked the uh, Tullamore Duquesne with uh, having the screw-off top, but the Yamazaki, they do a screw-off top, and wow, it is, it's, it's my top two. It's it's in my top two. It's kind of got a, a tie for number one, and uh, yeah, like I got that, and I got the Glenlivet Twenty One uh, Archive Edition, which you know both of them ending up running me. I got the Glenlivet on sale, it ran about one hundred and fifty. So I like the I like the the Yamazaki better, and so then every year I tried to do something new and special for Khan, and then. Um, I was I was drinking with Darren and Jesse one night, and uh, we, we they came up to my place, and Darren brought a bottle of scotch, and I was like, oh hey, you forgot your scotch. He's like, I just keep it, and that's when I came up with the idea for the Scotch Club, and that is really what got me super interested in scotch was coming up with things to buy for the Scotch Club, and. Uh, yeah, oh man, the manager at the MGM by my house. He knew my name. <laughs> there was a there was a scotch tasting after we started the Scotch Club. And and the Emrup had um I had asked about it the year before to to try to get to Con, mm-hmm. but they couldn't get it in Minnesota because of some taxation issues. And that got cleared up in in between then and the scotch tasting. And he ordered it for this for the for the it was a beer wine yeah. bourbon it was everything. He ordered some amaroot for the tasting, 
there's only one reason he orders that, and that was for me. Yeah, so, yeah, um, and they, like, told everybody there knew who I was because I, the first, the first, like, four times they saw me, it was because I dropped, like, two, three hundred bucks in scotch. You know, and the first time I came in, I order a hundred dollar scotch that, that none of them had heard of. And then when I came and I picked it up, I, I bought the, the Glenlivet 21. And then the next year when I came in, they're like, oh, hey, you're that Japanese whiskey guy. And then, I, <laughs> and then of course, I buy another $300 in scotch and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, so then every time I came in, like within within a minute of me walking to the scotch zone. Yeah, the, well, the, they had a locked cabinet. Ah. Within a minute of me making it there, there was somebody there with the key. So it was a dangerous place for me to go to. So, um, yeah, and that's the MGM up in Forest Lake, and there are a bunch of great guys up there. And uh, and I know that they miss me because the, the, the manager literally told me, he's like, I drive here every day from Maple Grove. And he's this uh, Ukrainian dude. He's awesome. And uh, named Victor. And, uh, yeah, it's like, I drive here every day from Maple Grove. You can drive up here once or, twi- once, or once a month or every two and and buy buy some buy some scotch for me. <laughs> nice. I haven't seen him in a year and a half, but <laughs> he's a great guy. And so um, that's how I got into scotch. Is I kind of kind of paved my own my own way for the most part. And well, I I uh, I'm feeling feeling old now. Um, my brother-in-law got me into drinking scotch because he drank single malts, and uh, our tradition was. That he started, uh, he would get me a shot of whatever single malt he had at the time, or two, or whatever, and then we would finish the the session by drinking a shot of Boggs cranberry liqueur. That was the the signature ending point of our scotch drinking. Sadly, they've gone out of business, and I have about that much in the back of my fridge that's now I think six years old. <laughs> but. but uh, um, so he just, he gave me enough scotch over a couple year period. Um, and the reason I'm feeling old is I'm like, so this was that far before con. Oh, right. I'm not 25. <laughs> uh, so, um, so I just started drinking and, and I never, for, for many years, it was just, if somebody was drinking single malt scotches, I was like, oh yes, I enjoy that. And then sometime, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, I just started buying more because it was, I was tired of having whatever somebody had available. And then I went to Scotland and that was really the end of my dilettante phase. And I have spent more than I want since then. Oh, oh we, we, we won't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're, you, you have me, you have me beat. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so I'm fairly certain that the amount of that that what you bought in November beats my collection. Yeah, I I fair close to. Yeah, I, I think I bought. Yeah, you got me there too. I I, I I spent just under two grand buying. Okay, so it's really close in in November. But you know that's pretty much most of the year's. Scotch. Yeah, I know. Still got me. So, so. still got me. Now you gotta also remember that I had spent nearly the same amount in total in Scotch Club and what we done in the podcast up to that point. So I've probably dropped four grand in the last 
two and a half years on scotch, so. You are the booze beneath my wings. Well, well, <laughs> see, this is the problem with having too much disposable income and no one to spend it on myself. <laughs> no, I'm good with that. Yeah, well. Okay. <laughs> it was an excellent choice. <laughs> it, it, it works out, and, and apropos of nothing, occasionally reaps the benefit as well, because I, I, yep. I donate some bottles to them and get us a guest spot. Well, I, I, I think Perrin needs to be on, so I, I, I send a message to Salsa to see if they want to do Scotch Month number four in April. So, we'll, we'll see. But, uh, so, shall we... Uh, shall yeah, we let's, 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 let's close it out. So, right. uh, <clears throat> sounds like you maybe have something? I have a toast. All right. Uh, this is um, something my wife sent me. When you fight, fight for a good cause. When you lie, lie for a good woman. When you drink, drink a damn fine scotch. No, you're here. Salute.